This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. The BHP podcast is proudly presented by Vanguard Outdoors. Learn more at vanguardworld.us. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Bowhunter Planet podcast. Uh, today we have uh, Corey from Mr. Heater um, on the phone with us. And uh, in studio is uh, myself, Tim Mazarana, Jamie Noteboom, and joining us here shortly will be uh, Dave Thomas. Uh, Corey, how's it going, man? Going great. Awesome. We got some snow flying here. The weather's uh, getting colder, so life is good, man. Yeah. No, where, where are you at? Um, we're based out of Cleveland, Ohio. Ah, yes. Yeah. So you're getting our leftovers. Yeah, we got nine inches yesterday. Yeah, we're in Michigan, and uh, we oh. got we just got smoked yesterday by the uh, by the little clipper that came through. So that's good. Great, I great just... time to uh, break out those uh, those Mister Buddy heaters. So yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be up your way tomorrow. Actually, oh yeah, good. I gotta, yeah, I got to drive up there. Do you guys know where Northwoods is? Oh, oh uh, yeah, North, Northwood's <laughs> one of our favorite places. We actually, nice. there, there's a hunt camp that we uh, that I go to up uh, up north and uh, pass it every time, and it's one of those draws that you you just you can't not yeah. stop in it. Yeah, it's actually hard because I'm I'm always with my wife and taking the kids up north, and I sit buying fish and tackle for like 30 minutes. She's it's like, awesome. get out of here. Yeah, love that place, man. <laughs> lots and lots of good stuff that they have there. So really, yeah, good. it's such a weird, cool little story. It yeah, is. It's, it's eclectic. Like, yeah, they have they yeah, have a little totally. bit of everything. I mean, you could do. Oh, I wish I would have known about it when I was outfitting the cabin. Cause yeah, you could buy <laughs> but, snacks. Yeah, and, uh, snack, and, silverware. Yeah, from there. So, but Corey, why don't you give us a, uh, a rundown of your product line? Yeah, so it, I guess we're most well known for the Buddy Heater, which if you've seen it in the store, it's that little red heater that's on the shelf. Um, we have one that's circular, one that's kind of square-shaped. Um, the reason we're so well known for the buddy heater is the patents that kind of surround that, that we invented years ago. Um, the deal with the buddy heater, when you see a Mr. Heater buddy heater, the buddy means that it's an indoor safe heater. And so years ago we got the patent because that sunflower type of heater, you know, the tank top style yeah. that sit on yep. top of your 20 pound tank, um, people were using those indoors a lot. And what would happen is, you know, they'd maybe drink a little bit too much, maybe decide to sleep, uh, take a nap and uh, they wouldn't wake up and that's because that you know that heater would consume the oxygen in the space and uh, essentially asphyxiate them Um, so what we did is we invented a way to turn the buddy heater off based on a change in oxygen in the space that it's in so if the oxygen changes around one percent in the space it automatically turns the heater off Um, so it's it's a a fail safe meaning like yeah there's nothing there that that would prevent it from ever failing safe it will always fail safe um and that's because the way it works it has this pilot that stays on this little piece of metal which uh when that metal is heated it creates a little bit of a like an electrical impulse 
and that overpowers a magnet. So everyone knows, like, you know, when oxygen goes down, a flame will always go up to seek it. So the same thing happens here. When that flame goes up to seek the oxygen, it comes off that little metal piece in the front. And immediately that when that metal cools, the magnet takes over, slams shut, and turns the gas off. Gotcha. So, yeah, yeah, I was so wondering it's, how it's that works. And it, so. it also does that if it gets tipped over, doesn't it? Correct. Now, yeah, that's yeah. a Because I've kicked mine before on accident and it I shut mean, off. It's probably because you're out ice fishing and weren't catching any fish, let's be honest. Well, could be. <laughs> we're not seeing any deer. Yeah. So we got we have the little buddy, which is that little like circular one that sits on top of the one pound bottle. We have the portable buddy, which is like square shaped. We have the hunting buddy, which is uh, has a camouflage face plate. It's the one that I don't think, and out of the group, it's the the one that people like. Are, are, it's the newest one, I guess, is what I'm trying yeah. to say mm-hmm. here. Yep. And then the big buddy is the uh, big square one, and uh, that has a fan and. Um, runs on two one pound bottles at the same time so it works Ooh. for like bigger spaces and yeah. really good for like sheds and stuff like that yeah so I'm, I'm gonna give that one a little bit of a of a thumbs up for me i actually i i own the big buddy heater um and, it, and i own it because i i have a camper and so there there's you know when you're out hunting we're we're dry docking it a lot and you know hunting season's pretty a cold time of year so you need something that that warms the camper up and uh right. you know i did a ton of research um you know as the what i was gonna buy and hands down not not only is everybody talking about mr heater um you know for that not 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 just from a price point standpoint but from a functionality standpoint um you know i use mine inside that that camper and that uh that o2 that oxygen sensor um is just absolutely key i mean to to be able to use that indoors and it works i i couldn't speak more highly of that big buddy heater um that's great to hear thank you yeah i ran this thing i mean i was it was probably a week and uh i mean the fan alone you you know because it runs off of i'm running it off of batteries obviously because i have no electricity at all and uh i mean just the fan alone with the i think it's the four d's that that go in that thing i ran that every night for four nights without having to change the batteries at all either oh, that's good. so i mean just from an energy cool. efficient standpoint the fact that you can go i think it's six nine eighteen thousand btus the oxygen's the low oxygen sensor it is just absolutely amazing for that type of environment so yeah it's actually it's pretty crazy how sensitive that oxygen sensor is like I, i've been in times like personally using it um you know where i've had it on and like the heater would turn off and i'm like what you know what the heck man like you know here i am like the product guy like i'm supposed to know what's going on <laughs> like why did i like god this is driving me nuts why does this thing keep turning off so after like the third or fourth time it's like you know what man like i'm gonna open up that window like yeah. so i open it up and <laughs> all of a sudden the thing you know lit you know and it, it only takes like it's like one square inch per hmm. thousand btus yeah so you can literally just crack the window and it'll give you enough oxygen to keep keep it on but yeah, yeah i mean it, it's so sensitive that it'll even like if you're going up into the mountains it can turn off you know when you get at a higher altitude because the oxygen actually just isn't enough to keep it going yeah yeah no absolutely i couldn't so again, very I couldn't, safe couldn't speak more highly of it no issues whatsoever um and i guess it, you know in that regards just to go down that that road a little bit there there's there's uh accessories that you can buy um extra hoses to, to be able to hook it up to different uh propane tank sizes too right 
Yeah, so like one of the most popular ways to use it is, you know, with a propane tank. If you're going to be out there for more than like two or three hours, yeah. you definitely want to snag one of those hoses and hook it up to like a 20-pound tank. Because, yep. yep. uh, you know, you'll chew through those one-pound bottles pretty quickly and it can get kind of expensive. So, yeah, um, yeah so you can buy, it's like a, I think our number on it's like a 701 hose, we call it. And that'll hook the, the buddy heater directly up to a 20-pound tank. So if you buy a Mr. Heater hose, you don't have to worry about the filter because we don't have oil in our hoses. But if you use it with anybody else's hose, you should buy the the Mr. Heater uh, filter for it. Yeah, great tip. Uh, yeah, you don't want yeah, particles getting in the there to, yeah, to, yeah. to clog it up. So, yeah, I, I think I ran mine um, on, on low to medium setting five days on a 20-pound 20, 20 tank, you know, yeah. eight hours at night. And uh, no, n- never ran out once, you know, on, on a single cool. propane tank. So I mean, absolutely, you know, the efficiency on that thing is pretty awesome. So yeah, where where were you again? So where I was I was in I was in uh, northern Michigan. Oh, okay, time. cool. So up up uh, about an hour north of uh, Northwoods, where you're where you're going. Oh, so. Okay. You guys um, got uh, ice on the lakes up there yet? Yeah, it just started to form uh, this past week. So we got some pretty good ice forming. Uh, you know, we, we live in the Metro Detroit area. That's where the studio is at. And so we have the we have Lake St. Clair down here, which usually takes a while. Um, but we're okay. already starting to see ice form on there. All the canals already have enough ice to, to support, um, you know, ice fishing and all that. So that's really kicking off here already. So Nice. Yep. Yeah, we have really, like, sketchy ice down here in Ohio, you know. So it's like I, I do a lot of, like, our, our – marketing so i'm up in minnesota a lot and do a lot of the big ice fishing up there and you know you talk to people up there there's not this stigma about like going out on the ice but around here because the ice can be so sketchy you know you talk to people and you tell them you go out on the ice and you fish and you drive a truck out there and their jaws drop you know it's like what what are you crazy (laughs) (laughs) we got guys that go out on that sketchy ice here and then the coast guard has to go save them yeah my you know my wife's uh grandfather actually like this is maybe five years ago had to get rescued by the coast guard <laughs> no, so, are you serious? Yeah, this, this broke is, yeah, off it ends up in canada <laughs> so he was out um by middle bass island you know so they, they went out to the island and then from there took some uh four-wheelers out onto the ice and they were out there fishing and this freaking ice cutter comes through and oh, breaks them off and they start floating away to Canada. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Yeah, so they had to, to call the Coast Guard. They went out and picked them up and brought them back in. It was all over the news. It was, it was a good time. There's, there's always that guy, you know? Yeah. You just happen to know him. It's usually. It's yeah, usually exactly. <laughs> that tends to happen a lot. Uh, that's awesome. I might need to check that out. So so everybody, I think, you know, hopefully everybody's familiar with the Mr. Buddy heaters out there. I know. No, they're, they're, yeah, obviously you guys are the you guys are the name when it comes to outdoor heating um, or you know other applications camping and all that stuff too but you that's not the only problem I mean you're not just heaters right I mean there's a lot there's a line right. of cooking there's a line of a lot of other products that you have um, you know what what else out what else is out there that people should be taking a look at right yeah so mr. heater I mean it, you know without getting too much into it, it it's it's part of a larger group and so the mr. heater brand <laughs> is what we kind of deem as our retail brand and so within that brand we, we service a lot of like your hardware stores so we have everything from like those forced air torpedo heaters yep. to like um, you know like the garage heaters that you'd hang yep. out we call them unit heaters um, so we have all of that stuff you find at like Lowe's and Northern Tool and those types of stores. And then on the sporting goods side, we've been expanding here. So we have uh, some camp stoves and things like that that are really cool. One of one of the products that I think is the coolest though are these portable hot water showers that we make. Oh, so like 
Yeah, like if you ever go on like an extended trip, like you're you know up at deer camp oh, or you no go way. elk hunting or something like that, um, taking one of these things is is pretty nice. You just drop a pump in like a little bucket of water. You flip a switch and you get instant hot water no matter where you're at. That's uh, so actually I didn't even that that's new. That's a reasonable is that, price. Too. Is that something that's newer to you guys? I haven't seen that. Yeah, before. within like the last couple of years. Wow. Yeah, re- retail you're talking like. 179 to 189 to like get into it and then the most expensive one is like 329 i'm actually i'm looking at them right now um they're battery operated too yeah yeah battery operated the one like the the actual the one that i like the most is actually the the least expensive one um and the reason i like it the most i mean they're all really cool but that least expensive one runs on d-cell batteries (laughs) which as you know like you know when you're out like you know not near a city or anything it's actually pretty nice just to be able to pack a bunch of batteries and just you know you know throw them in as they go dead um if you're out there like with a truck though that that the most expensive one that 329 the i think it's called the xcw20 um that unit you can actually plug directly into your cigarette lighter so you get a lot of these guys like you know you're out in wyoming or something with your truck and you, you stop to camp you know you can plug that thing directly into there and you're good to go that's pretty awesome i know the guys that i hunt with they get pretty stinky yeah you might so. want to think about one of those. <laughs> and nobody nobody wants to jump into the ice cold uh, the ice cold river or the you know the lake to uh to to shower up so that's a yeah. great idea, man. I, I actually, I, I got to look a little bit closer at those for sure. Yeah, definitely check them out. I'll tell you what, though, you know, that Bronner soap and a uh, cold stream, that'll, that'll <laughs> yeah. stand out for a while. Man. <laughs> It'll wake you up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> great. So so what other applications do you see people using them? I know we, we have experience, obviously, with, with the hunting. I have experience with the camping. Yeah. Um, you know, there's ice fishing, obviously. Yeah. But what other applications are there? Yeah, so uh, hunting is is a big one for us, you know, especially because a lot of the people in the office are hunters, and so we kind of all, like, we all identify with that, so we tend to find a lot of those users, but on the other side, it's it's really big in, like, the tiny home movement, you know, a lot of those guys are looking for ways to just kind of, like, you know, live off the grid, run around, um, so it's real big there. It, there's this market called the overlanding market, which are guys who will take like you ever see those like I'm a, rooftop I'm a tents? Jeep I'm a Jeep guy, so yes, uh, I know, yeah, but other so people you know exactly. might not. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so overlanding for, for people who are like kinda new to it, it, it is relatively new in the US. It's real big in Australia, but like the way it works is like you take your four door Jeep or like your Toyota Tacoma or your F one fifty, whatever you got. And um, the idea is that you just want to take back roads across the country. You know, it's non-highway driving. And so, like, your your car is essentially kitted up to be, like, this mobile home that's off-road capable. And so you want to be able to, like, you know, basically live out of your truck for an extended amount of time as you drive from, like, you know, the back roads through Montana or Wyoming or whatever and just camp as you go. Um, so a lot of these guys will use, like, rooftop tents. You know, like you see them a lot on like, you know, Instagram anymore, but mm. like it's the tent that's on the top of your vehicle that like folds out and pops up so you can like, climb up in it and sleep, get away from the bears a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's a big market for it because those guys are extended, you know, extended time away and they want to be able to shower and have some creature comforts. Um, the other big one I would say too is just off the grid living. So anybody who has like a cabin that you know isn't completely plumbed it's just a hunt cabin yeah. um they're they're really big for that so 
Um, and then, you know, a lot, a lot of just little weird uses here and there. I use mine to wash my dog because, um, you know, my dog's just a spoiled baby now. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, I, I got this German short haired pointer to, to uh, go hunting. Yep. And, and now I can't even get it to go outside in the snow. That's pretty funny. That's hilarious. I, I actually, I, I have a, uh, I got a new German short hair pointer this year too. I just got him back. I, I took him in for some bird training. I just got him back at, um, from Monday. So, um, oh, very cool. yeah, pretty excited to take him out soon and, uh, to get him out and rolling, but, uh, good dogs, but I'm surprised he's not, uh, he's not into the snow, huh? Well, I mean, he's only like four months old. Oh right now, yeah. So okay. he's, you All know, right. he came yeah, from yeah. Kansas. He's, he's new to it. He's like, what, what are you crazy here? Very good. Well, we'll have to talk offline. I got a good guy if you want some training for that, for sure. So. Yeah, for sure. Where, where were you going? So it's uh, it, in Michigan area. Yeah, no, no, no. It's in it's in Michigan. Um, they, there's actually a pretty pretty popular um, trainer out this way that does a lot of the national testing for uh, oh, GSPs okay. and that whole breed. So we'll uh, I'll, I'll have to send you his name for sure. Yeah, um, definitely. I'd, yeah. I'd love to know. Absolutely. So, um, so, so back to the heaters, um, you know, you got the three different levels. You got the, you got the little buddy, you got the, the Mr. Heater buddy, and then you got the big buddy. Um, what kind of, like if, if I'm out shopping and if, if I'm a normal hunter, I think, you know, maybe the little buddy is going to be okay, but mm-hmm. what, what kind of do you recommend the three different models in regards to application, square footage, you know, that kind of thing? Yeah, so I guess the easiest way to kind of explain it here, and uh, I'll start off with ice fishing, but you know I'll try and relate it back to hunting for those non-ice fishing people. But like, so I always say the little buddy is perfect for a one-man um, shelter. So that could be like a, a one-man um, ice trap. That could be uh, you know a one-man um, pop-up blind. Um, it's perfect for that, especially if it's not like you know sub-zero temperatures. You're going to be plenty warm. Um, when you get into like the two and three man shelters or two and three man like shooting houses and blinds, then I would go to the portable buddy. Um, that's at four to, to 9,000 BTUs. Uh, the hunting buddy, I kind of like for some of the same scenarios as the portable buddy. So anywhere from like two to three man shelters. Um, the nice thing about that hunting buddy though, is it has electronic ignition. So the other ones have what you call a piezo ignition, which is like the two stones that clack together. And so the issue with that is like inevitably when that one pound bottle runs out and you have to put your new one in, um, you know, it's already a couple hours into the hunt. You don't want to be smacking those things together and making that noise and that little know, that click, off. right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You don't want to blow out your area. So um, having that hunting buddy with that nice electronic huh. ignition, you know, it makes just a little tick tick sound and it'll get it going. It's really quiet. Um, if you're really like, you know, scared about it too, you can actually on that unit, just hold down the pilot and even match light it. So like okay. you can even add another degree of, um, you know, stealth in there. And then, uh, I would say the big buddy is best for it's around 400 square feet that it'll heat up to. Um, so it's good for like, you know, small garages and sheds, um, really good for like the fishing hubs your, you know, your cabin, your RVs, things like that. You can use them in those other shelters too, like the one and two man, because it goes down on the lowest setting. It's the same heat as the little buddy. Gotcha. Um, it just, it, it just has a higher upside, but you know, for me, I'm always trying to like pack as light as I can. And uh, so, you know, personally, almost everyone I meet actually has more than one buddy heater. So, you know, it's good. In my opinion, it's good just to have a couple of them, different applications. You don't have to move them around as much. Um, 
but generally speaking, that that's how I would think awesome. about using them. So I, I have a I have a question, and and I think I I might know the answer, but I'm not sure if I'm right because when I was doing my research on which one I was gonna I was gonna get for my camper, it you know you go out there and you're looking around and and trying to find you know the best deal and all that stuff, and some people sell the that Massachusetts Canadian version. And it was, it was hard to, it was hard to try and figure out like what the real difference is, but I think, and and you can absolutely correct me and please do if I'm wrong, but the difference is, is the disclosures on, it's really the same thing, but it's disclosed differently on the package. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. It's really just politics is what it is. So like in Massachusetts, um, for some reason, they don't feel that a heater should ever be uh, a propane gas heater should ever be used indoors. So in Massachusetts, it's illegal to say any propane heater is indoor safe for emergency use. And the Canadians think about it the same way. Um, Interestingly enough, so do the Australians. So for for those countries in that state, you're not allowed to have indoor safe on it. But the the heater is identical. There's nothing different. It still has all the same indoor safe features to it. It's just, you know, the politics of those places don't allow it. No, very, very um, good to know. Cause I, I think that's, you kind of, you kind of read that through some of like the, like the blog threads and all that kind of stuff, but it's, it's hard to find like, like what it actually is. So that's yeah, what, that's and, what I got honestly, out of it, but I wasn't it, sure. It doesn't, it, to me, it doesn't really feel safe to the consumer cause it's, it can be just as confusing as it is helpful. You it know? is. So, yeah, because, well, and and part of it is like part of it is, well, if I can find the Canadian version cheaper, is it is it is it less safe? You know, and that was part of it for me is like, what do you do in that in that circuit? So that's what that's what I just wanted to clear up. So that's great. Great info. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We get that question a lot. I wish there was something we could do about it, but no, it kind of is what it is. Like you said, it's politics. You got to you got to abide by the rules of the of the areas that you're in. So. We all yeah, know that. I mean, sure. we all have hunting regulations that we have to deal with state to state that, you know, and some people agree with some people don't. And that's just kind yeah. of the, the name of the game. So, um, yeah, absolutely. So and, yeah. and better for you to be cautious, you know, even if you read that not indoor safe, like I, I would rather for people like to take the cautious approach to that yeah. because there, there are like with those tank top heaters, there's a lot of issues. Like, you know, it's something that people should know. Never, you know, use a buddy indoors, feel safe, but never, ever use a tank top heater indoors yeah. without those safety features. I mean, you're asking for anything from carbon monoxide poisoning, you know, yeah. or to, to death. It, yeah. it, it can be really dangerous, and yeah. people should really never try that. No, I actually great, great, great tip, and I think that's that. That's that in and of itself puts you know the mystery heaters above uh, above board of everybody. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm also I'm kind of surfing your website as as we're talking here too. But I, 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 you also you guys make fridges. Yeah, yeah. So that was part of that. Like, remember that overlanding crowd I was telling you about? Yeah. Um, we really got into that pretty big. We were going to these events called the Overland Expos, and which are really cool, by the way, if you ever get a chance to check one of those out. But um, it's a big product for that market because, again, those guys are driving for you know sometimes weeks at a time without ever getting near a store to have ice and stuff. So that, that fridge freezer just plugs straight into your cigarette lighter in your uh, vehicle. It only draws like 0.74 amps per hour, so it's super, super low draw. You can use it as a fridge or a freezer. And, um, you know, it'll go like with your car turned off on your, your battery, it'll go about three days on your battery alone without, uh, nice. you know, dra- draining it. Now, I love this. You're, yeah. like, you're like my own little appliance shop for, uh, <laughs> for my camping. So, and this is, this is absolutely awesome. So, yeah. 
So any anything anything crazy new coming out that that you can't tell anybody, but you want to tell anybody on the on, <laughs> on our podcast? Yeah, you know, I, I guess I can give you a little hint here, a little, little teaser. One of the products that I'm it, so I've been with the company now for about six years, and um, six years ago when I started, I was in in charge of product development. So I you know I was in charge of creating all these products for the outdoor space. And um, the when I first started, I got really charged up about this idea, and we've been working on it for like six years now, and we're finally to the point where we feel like you know we're about to launch this thing. So um, it's called the we're going to call it the E Buddy um, for like emergency buddy or electronics. You know, it's just kind of it's the E Buddy, um, but the way it works is <clears throat> it's uh, going to create its own electricity. So it's like a little portable power plant. So in the the face of this thing is we built in a thermoelectric generator which for people who aren't familiar with it it's not brand new technology it's been tried it's people have tried to use it on other products just never really successfully um a thermoelectric generator has a hot side and a cold side and then a module in the middle and it's kind of similar to the way that that thermocouple on your heater works as heat passes from the hot side into the cold side and goes through that module it actually creates a certain amount of electricity Um, with our heater because a heater is designed to just sit and run for hours on end kind of passively what we're able to do is capture that heat recycle it and turn it into enough electricity to power its own light power its own fan and even charge like your small electronics like your tablet gps and phone yeah so is is that gonna be is that gonna be like a built-in feature or an accessory yeah no that's a built-in feature so it'll come with it there's no no batteries so it'll never go bad you know, so like, let's just say you're uh, you're on the East Coast there, and like hurricane area, and you get one of those late season hurricanes. Well, now you have a product that you can fire up. It's going to have light, it's going to have heat, and it's going to have the ability to keep your cell phone charged. Um, thinking about it for ice fishing guys, that's kind of where I, you know, kind of where the idea came up. And uh, for that, what you do is, you know, you're out there using your Navionics on your cell phone, listening to podcasts. Um, you just plug your phone directly into your heater, and uh, it'll keep it charged up. Well, and that's hugely important, so that way when the uh, the icebreaker comes by and your yeah. your ice goes afloat, you can still call the Coast Guard. Yeah. And for those of us, exactly. for those of us, for those of us who watch Netflix all day in the stand, that'd be great as well. Yeah, <laughs> awesome, man. Well, hey, so, this yeah, is we're, great. We're really charged up about it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> was that know, was that intentional? <laughs> charged up? You know what? I'm, I'm that corny. Actually, I, I didn't even that mean is, for that. To that is awesome, though. That is awesome. You, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta trademark that right now. Yeah, That's exactly. Good. So I'll be buying a new one next year. Awesome, man. Well, hey, we we really appreciate you joining us. You know, we we love your products. I, you know, I personally, again, I use them all the time. I know there's a lot of guys here yeah. that use them as well. Um, great, safe products, efficient. I mean, it's it, for for the most bang for your buck, um, and for a big name brand like you guys are, it is it is one of the best products on the on the market. So. Um, well, thank we you. We, we you appreciate that. Th- thank you so much for, for having me on. Awesome. Well, thank, thank you. Thanks, everybody, for joining. Uh, catch us next time on the next podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time.